What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. Hello, folks. We're back. The jazz music is playing. Should I turn it down? Or is it jazz be, music? Nah, fuck it. It's going to be it a on. problem? Screw it. it. It almost makes us sound classy. People probably can't even hear it anyway. It probably won't. We're going to find out. Find Trace, out. Trace, let us know. Trace will let us know. Yeah. Um, so Thanksgiving was last week. Apologies for not recording. It just didn't happen. Um, I am incredibly thankful uh, for a lot of things over the past year, and I'm really just in a good spot when it comes to that. I know that sounds weird, but it's the truth. Huge changes in the past year for me. Yes, they were. were there Quit were. my job of 12 years, moved out of a house I'd lived in for four years, just all sorts of shit. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you just fine. fine. Gotcha. Okay, go ahead. Yes, all sorts can, of Can you not things. hear you? Am I too loud? I, no, I'm fine. Uh, here. Let me know if that's better. I don't know. Sure, that's fine. Okay, fine. Fine. Go ahead. Fine. We'll yes. do it live. Positive changes for you, yes, and you're thankful for all these positive changes. Very, very much so. Very, and and, and grateful uh, and thankful for uh, you know you uh, have two Thanksgivings, which is just incredible. I had a, a, a couple weeks ago, about a week and a half ago, I got to hang out with um, a uh, a new friend of mine, which I I'd known his wife several years ago, six seven years ago. She lived here in town. Uh, she left to do Peace Corps in Africa. Met a man in Ethiopia, fell in love. They have a child together, and he is now on the path to citizenship. So he's living here in the states, and he got his green card and all that. And mm-hmm. uh, they're staying in Kingman for a few months to get on their feet, and then she's going to go work for Emory, oh, in uh, Emory Atlanta. University in okay. Atlanta. Yeah, and he he will be as well. Uh, good, they're both going to be working there. Yeah, but he was just it was interesting to see someone who like because he hung out at the brewery a few days, and. This is a man who grew up, and, and you know, in modern, I don't know, a lot of people think of Africa, they think of people in huts. That's like 50% of the people that live in Africa. The rest of them live in big cities that are modern with electricity and everything, right? Mm-hmm. But culturally, it's different. So the way he was, they, they, he went to Walmart for the first time and yes. was blown away about the amount of things you can get all in one store. Because if you want to do that kind of shopping in, say, in, in Ethiopia, you're going to have to go around to 15 or 20 different stores. That's just how it is. That's yeah. that's just it's a shopping day and it happens every 2 weeks. Which we used to have here decades ago. Of also. course, of course. Yeah. But places yeah, it's all consolidated now. And um so I got to go. Uh he was hanging out with uh, Josh and I while you know brewing and kegging and whatnot and tremendous help, super smart and totally under- ended up understanding the entire process by the end of the day. But the best part was when he and I went to Cal Ranch. And he he was so funny as we're walking to Cal Ranch. And for those folks not re, uh, regional around here, Cal Ranch is like, uh, it's more of a like a yeehaw Home Depot. So like without raw wood. That's a good decision. But they, you know, they got it, more stuff in there than like a, a ton of stuff. I went to look for something the other day. And I so I quickly went through a bunch of more aisles than I planned on. I went, God damn it. I can remember that that shit's here. Yeah, if I need that, whatever it was, I can't remember what it was now. But they have ammunition for my hundred and thirty-five year old gun. Like I couldn't <laughs> believe it, and it's and it was and, reasonable. And they have circus peanuts. They do have circus peanuts, <laughs> peanuts, which are awful. And they have all that uh, that old timey candy in the brown bags, like right. they used to have at um, 
Cracker Barrel, but they have all the flavors. They have like Whorehound right. and all like mint julep. And they have some old uh, soda, like some old style soda yeah. there in their refrigerator. That, that, that's not what they're mainly for. Yeah, but that's no, not, but they have. I, but they but they also sell clothing and hardware and I don't know. Uh, horse feed and horse buckets for feed and like I I just I made a comment to somebody when I was in there a few weeks ago and tools, I was like hard good tools too the they they uh, they sell everything from everything you need to take care of a horse from from the moment it's a foal to it's time to put it down right. like you can get everything everything under one roof there they they are a steel chainsaw um uh not representative God, service center service center also 100%. which is good because it's closer to where I am right now and I can I don't have a chain I guess I'll have to buy a chill, steel oh. chainsaw. Oh, there we have our little. I forgot I messed mess with this That's stupid. Okay. Anyway, I do have a steel um, weed eater though. So nice. There you go. Bought one of those. I haven't used it very much. Now I, I he asked me as we're walking up, and I don't want to use his name because I didn't tell him I was going to be talking about him on the podcast. So I figured that's rude. But as we're walking up, he goes, "So what do they sell here?" Uh. Maybe this is before you farm went in? Before, as we're walking up. He goes, what do they sell here? It's like, eh, farm stuff. Country stuff, outdoor stuff, and hunting why, why stuff. Why were you going there again? Uh, do you remember? We needed to get, it was something for the brewery. It was, oh, I was looking for um, high-pressure hose for our keg cleaning system because okay. it, it runs around 50 to 60 PSI. And they have it there. Both liquid and gas, and they had it there. Yeah, in bulk okay. by the length, you know, by the- you know, By the foot, whatever. By know. the foot, yeah. So, uh, and then we needed a couple other things uh, for whatever reason. And um, and he looks looks up at the sign, looks at, like, the bags of feed and salt and shit that are outside. He goes, I bet I'm the first black man to walk in here. <laughs> God damn it. I'm like, hey. It's quite possible. It's very possible. Mm-hmm. And he started cracking up, and he walked in, and he, he just, he, I, I said, I'll meet you here. Give me, like, 15 minutes. If you want to wander around, go for it. And he walked every fucking square inch of that he place. He buy like a Carhartt hat or something. I asked him if he wanted me to get him anything and he's like, no, 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 you don't have to buy me anything. I said, no, really, I would love for you. Like, I think so it would just be should great. should wear something that came out of Cal Ranch. That yeah, would be great. Something, yeah. something. But it, he had, because he, he uh, the way he grew up was mostly in the city, but he would go out to relatives that lived out and, you know, and so he's he's familiar with, you know, uh, ranch or farm they, type work. They also know? have a bunch of broad rim. I bought a broad rim hat there when I had my face fried right. last time, and that's where I got it from. They have they have everything there. Yeah, for like if you're out to do gardening and you want to keep the sun off your entire head, you know those type of. I want to get one hats. that's like just. Have you ever seen the massive ones that are like wider than my shoulders? Yeah, they're huge. Yeah, they're. Yeah. It's like wearing an umbrella. <laughs> I'm okay with that too. Sure, keep but the sun he off your he face. was totally enamored with the place, and he goes, "Are there?" Are there other stores like this, or is this just the one? I said, no, sir. There's a whole chain of them. In fact, we can go across town. And I'll show you one that has a lot of the same shit, but oh, even more about, of um, to Tractor Supply, tractors, yeah, which we ended up going similar. to the next day. Yeah, and we went to Tractor Supply. He goes, my God, there's so much shit here. I, I love this place. <laughs> he was just he just, he's just absolutely loved it. Um, and I love that kind of shit. I love getting people to experience new things. And he. He and I had a chance to sit and talk for about about forty five minutes to an hour, or like over lunch. And I said, "Have you have you seen any of the sites? I know you've only been in the states for two weeks, but they flew from the trip. The trip to fly from Ethiopia sounds so awful. Yeah, he flew on a six passenger plane that he said probably not safe. <laughs> but I, I I don't ever anticipate 
So I don't. He, uh, he was like the middle again. of nowhere. Went to somewhere, and then the bigger city in Ethiopia. It probably. just it, the cities just. He said the cities get bigger and bigger and bigger as I flew here because it was Ethiopia to like uh, fucking Tunisia, I think it was, mm-hmm. and then from Tunisia to London, and then from London to Newark, and or London to uh, JFK or maybe Newark, and then New York to Las Vegas, right? And I'm like. What kind of a culture shock is that? You went from, you said, no, it was nice because I started my 24-hour day in the desert, and then I ended up in the desert. So it was fine. <laughs> so my my skin's going to be ashy no matter what. That's, Which was the that's fu- funny. just the funniest. Like, Jesh and I both fucking lost it. And uh, But little things, you know? Right. Little things like... I guess Jesh told me this morning, he goes, yeah, we were hanging out uh, when I was gone. You know, it was last Friday afternoon. I guess they were hanging out at the brewery. And he uh, he said, hey, I've got to finish up some stuff here, but I'm really hungry. He goes, I can run to the circle, uh, the K-Circle, which was hilarious. The K-Circle. And he said, yeah, here, and gave him like 10 bucks. And he goes, can you get me some Flamin' Hot Cheetos? And da, 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 he goes, what is the, what, flame, Flaming Hot? He said, you'll find them, trust me. And so right. he came back with all these different bags of stuff. Like just various kinds of just chips and items, like he was grocery that shopping, things that he'd never seen before. Oh, okay. which is this? I, and I, I was like, Josh, I've done that before. If I'm in like Chinatown, or um, like in Hawaii, they have a lot of little boutique shops. They're like, it's like for for all the Koreans on the island, they go to this one fucking store, and you have candy and chips and just all all manner of things you would never seen before, different flavors. Right, Mexico is the same way. Yeah, it's all just I, a little bit different. All those regional all, things. It looks different. It's packaged slightly differently. Yeah, yeah. And then so come it's with like, yeah. like Kit Kats. Like that's the big thing is Kit Kats in Japan. They have like green tea. They have peanut butter Kit Kats. Or that. They're like all these different. Really? Yeah, Kit they have Kats a Nutella could... Kit Kat. Like uh, just everything. Okay, so now you have to ask: Is that an American company? I don't even know. Yeah, no, it's an American company. Okay. It's just they just sell different shit around the world, just sure. like Coca Cola. The different various types of Coca Cola. God, there's some Pepsi. really nasty stuff. If you tasted some weird international, yes, I have soda. It's like holy Christ! And you can what is this? you can taste all the Coca Cola. Every single thing that product that Coca Cola makes around the world, you can taste at the the Coca Cola place in uh, in Las Vegas. They it's also right have, down the strip. There's a Coca Cola museum in Atlanta, of course. Oh yeah, they have the same yeah. kind of thing there, which is fascinating because all the other old stuff. They it's a museum where you walk through all this old memorabilia and walk back in history with Just piles of how, cocaine everywhere. It was. <laughs> There was. There was some slavery demonstrations. Oh, there was. I mean, he just goes shit. back. <laughs> it's a statue of uh, of Colombian drug lords, right? Anyway, it's, it's really quite a it's quite a uh, what, what's that called when you have the, uh, the 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 settings that are all like a a diorama. Di- it's quite a diorama all the way through. <laughs> anyway, Harbor Freight's kind of one of those places too, but not I, not quite. I but. was pressed for time, so I didn't get a chance to take him to Harbor Freight, but I right. definitely want to. So Harbor Freight definitely has some garbage stuff there as you know a lot of stuff made very poorly but i gotta tell you when we were putting together this one airplane over here there were special we i had to make my own hydraulic uh line tool you know hydraulic wrenches have a notch cut in them yeah. and get over a line I couldn't find the stuff fast enough and i thought well we're just gonna cut them up and, and we had to make them short and they were some that harbor freight had were dog leg like they they weren't they weren't um they were box and deep dog leg right. weird things and went that's perfect. I'll just cut, you know, buy the whole, the whole set was like $8 yep. or something for like 10 wrenches. Like there's only a handful <laughs> of things you should never buy at Harbor Freight. Right. Safety equipment. Don't do that. Don't, you're right. Uh, jack stands. That's the, that's the big joke. You don't buy your jack stands so, but at these Harbor wrenches, We had to reach into an area to get these fuel lines connected in really difficult places to reach in those silly airplanes. So 
said, fuck, I'm going to buy these. And they had, it couldn't be long. I had to cut them in half. I cut a notch in there to get around the hydraulic line. We have them all marked now for what they do. They're specially little toolbox for putting together a Sears now from Harbor Freight. But we, I, I cut the, you know, with a angle grinder, you know, cut the slots in them and yeah. just made them. It only took like a minute or two, I swear, to make these tools. Anyway, but they also do have some stuff, and then I'm going to get off on the topic, but they also do have some stuff there that's, Decent sanding discs or grinders, like from Norton or 3M, they do have yeah. some. Oh yeah, normal stuff there too. But they also have some Chinese garbage. I would say that Paul is thankful for Harbor Freight. For Harbor Freight, that's what I'm thankful for. Actually, I had to hibernate. You know, I did my face work again. I'm so sick of it. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, we're all sick of your face too. I know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> What's wrong with your it's face? Fucking, what's wrong with your face? God, I'm mean, Richard. But I think just to, you know, stop talking. I think after this little sub treatment. And I have another follow-on on the 5th of, of December. And hopefully he'll go, yeah, you're pretty good. We're not going to have to, you know, fry your face this. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't want to do it anyway. I want to have the week off during Christmas and New Year's. I don't want to go through recovery right now. No, I, you want to enjoy yourself. I'm, I'm done with it right now. Yeah. Unless I have to do something. I'm just going to also put some up here, too, if you saw that. And it's a little, couple of little new spots. Yeah. You'll be all right. Take care of your son. It, take care of your son. If you have a son, take care of your son. Take care of your face. <laughs> Don't take care of your daughters, folks. Only take care of your sons. From the sun is what I meant. The sun, S-U-N. And speaking of orbs and suns and stuff, Joe walked Paul's into the, a... Uh, if for anybody who's been listening for longer than like four years, the orbs have returned. They have. The glowing orbs. There's... I'm going through and getting rid of stuff and throwing stuff, and I found my orbs and went, i got to get these going again. Yeah. Because of Artemis, the lunar uh, mission. Artemis Pile? Yes. Yeah, Artemis pile. No, the the Artemis mission that finally launched a f- couple weeks ago. Fucking finally. And it's still out there, somewhere out there. Yes. It's cu- cutting back, uh, I don't know what day it is, but it's not that much longer. It's only a 25-day mission, if I remember right. 25 and a half days or something like that. a couple weeks it's coming back or something. Yeah. Something like that. But anyway. But Paul's got these two orbs. He's got one that's the actual moon. Not the actual moon. It's not orbiting anything. It's not. It's it's Earth's moon and about softball size. Right. And, and it's... it's 30 feet away. 30 feet away and from... it's glowing now. The, the studio's dark, but it's glowing. And the and 30 feet away from the blue orb, which Paul did some calculations, <laughs> which he showed me on, yes, on his legal pad. I, I wrote it out. I said, here's what they are. So this blue orb is about the size of a... Bigger than a basketball, right? It's Yeah, it's definitely... Uh, it's a bigger than a basketball. It's a little bit bigger than a basketball. Yeah, it's like a... Like bigger than... Like the, like the middle school kickballs. Right. It is. That's what it's like. So it's like the... Um, you can change it. It's LED. It glows. You can, you can have it flash different colors. You charge it, and it's battery-operated, and there it sits. Now it's have the blue color illuminated. And so it's a, basically 12 inches in diameter. So I did some math. and went, oh, that's kind of cool. And I also had another a moon, glowing moon orb, a bigger one. But I went, yeah, that's too big. I can tell just by looking at it. I wonder what the, would it have to be. So I did the math, and uh, that what happened there? Oh, it was just, it's all so right. You, I, no, we we got to figure I, that I out. I think it's just me. I didn't touch anything. Yeah, I know, I but it's doing it. the things weird. It's so okay. anyway. So, there it goes again, a little bit. Keep talking. You know, I don't, it's yeah. fine. All right. So, um, on the blue orb that's twelve feet, it represented represents the Earth, and the moon, glowing moon I had. I said, well, that's too big. What size would it have to be? And I did some quick math about about three and a half inches, or, or three point six inches is what it is. The math based on the size of this in diameter. Happen to go on Amazon and they have a glowing one that's three point five inches, not three point six. Close so, enough. It's right. close. Wow. It's, yeah. So I fucking ordered immediately because I wanted to do the recording and have it show up today, which it did, and have Joe show up because like, it's gonna. These are two scale, the size of Earth and the Moon, and they both glow at night here in the studio, which is kind of dark and it's kind of. And then I thought, all right, I'm gonna do some more math. 
So and even went further down the rabbit hole. So if if the Earth is is uh is uh this diameter, which is about eight thousand miles in diameter, not circumference, somewhere around there, and uh, this is one foot, and uh, you do the ma- how far apart the Earth is from the Moon at two hundred whatever seventy fifty thousand miles, two hundred thirty nine thousand right. miles. Just divide it out real quick, and these exact to scale things. Okay, that means that that moon that I bought would need to be pretty close to thirty feet away to this blue orb, which represents the Earth. So I went and got my, you know, yeah, uh, tape out and measured it out. Went, that's where it belongs. So I set the moon up there, right today when Joe walked in. Just Fucking incredible! Said, there it is. There's how far apart they are to scale. You are the coolest, most neurotic human being I've ever <laughs> met in my entire life. Because that's something I would talk about doing, and th- and be like, yeah, that would be funny. You're the one who's like, this is going to be interesting, and it's a teachable moment. Yeah, but you know what makes it possible? Amazon. Yeah. Seriously, and that was like four or eight bucks for that moon. Yeah. And it comes with a ceramic hand that holds it. You see the little hand. What's there? cool is you could just walk outside for free and look at the real one. I've done that many times. I know you have. But. I've heard you bark um, at the moon. Yeah. But the uh, the thing here also is that I got the orbs back out. I got them working. And, again, if it weren't so easy just to sit there on my iPhone and order a 3.6-inch or 5-inch moon, yeah, it took seconds, and it came in two days later. It's great. It wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for that convenience. It's true. You're 100% right. So it's silly. You know, we're, we have everything in this. We can buy plastic glowing moons to demonstrate. So there What a time to be alive. Two-day shipping. Weed's <laughs> right. legal. Kind of, for the most part. <laughs> right. Which leads me to what I was wanted to t- tell you. Um, last, uh, two Sundays ago, mm-hmm. our, our, our good friend and listener, uh, Trace, it was his birthday. Yes, it was. He's old as shit now. He's 29. He's going to get there. 40's fucking just knocking at your door, son. Like, if he's 29, he might as well be 30. And if you're 30, fuck it, you might as well be 40. You might as well be dead. I mean, he's he's getting there. And as my good friend Jason told me, welcome to your 40s. You wake up looking like shit one day and just kind of stay that way. And you stare your face in the mirror and go, that can't be me. Yeah. That's not possible. Yeah, that's why I just, that's why I break every mirror ever. (laughs) Anyway. Okay. No, um... Yeah, so uh, we did some day day drinking, Carmella at Sirens, made some incredible tonkatsu-style ramen. And uh, it was good. Uh, I took Trace home, and I went home after that. Like, dropped him off, went home. And I'm like, I haven't slept well in several, like, like about two weeks for some reason. I don't know what it is. The cannabis wasn't helping. Sheer physical exhaustion didn't help either. I would fall asleep for a couple hours, wake up, and be just up for the rest of the day. So I decided to take a heavy dose <laughs> of edibles. Which always heavy seemed dose. to do a yeah, heavy dose, and heavy dose for me is like 40 milligrams. Okay. That's a lot. So how many did you take, 40? I took 40 milligrams. Okay, all right. And about 45 minutes later, I get a FaceTime call from some friends of the podcast. Really? Yeah. I'm not going to let, I'll, I'll tell you off air, but uh, they said, hey, what are you doing? And I'm, it's like 8.30, and I'm like, I'm just sitting at home, like I have to work tomorrow, da, 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 da. like you should come over right now. I'm like, I'm I'm not coming over. I already ate some edibles. Oh, fuck, I come on over. I'm like, I don't think you understand. You guys don't have the ability to lift me off the floor right. when I pass out from these. Because I really ate some edibles. Yeah. yeah. And then the person who called me, her, one of her relatives was like, uh, hi, I'm in town. You better come over and visit. I was like, oh, shit. It's right around the corner. All right, fine. I'll go over there for a little bit. And I hung out. But the oh, so st- It was close by. It, yeah. Yeah, Kinda. it was right around the corner. Okay. 
So I'm thinking, oh, God damn it. Okay, so I go over there, and I like as I'm walking up to the door, it starts to hit me. I'm like, oh, no. Like really pretty. pretty yeah, good. like at this base of my spine. Like I was about ready to have a mushroom trip or something. I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm like, <sighs> I walk in. Hey, oh, my God. Da, da, da. Like so much stimulation. And within 10 minutes, I'm just sitting there like listening to one of them talk to me. And I'm like, b- like long blinking, like slow blink. And he's like, are you okay? Yeah, I, I ate. Was it like blink 182? It was it. It was 182 seconds to blink once. <laughs> okay. And I, I was so high for like two hours with these people, wow. and I love them. Right. And I, but I'm your like, plan was to take this and go to sleep. And go to sleep. I didn't know. I've never actually taken edibles and tried to stay awake before at that dosage. Right. I've taken edibles so and done like a couple shots to? of yeah. Okay. And then I got home and because it, like, you did a couple fat rails of cocaine. I didn't do any rails of cocaine, not okay. fat or thin or okay. in between. All right. No, none. I didn't even have any coffee because it was late at night. I was getting ready to go to bed. This was like eight thirty, nine o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. And I left their house at like eleven thirty and went home and fucking crashed. Slept so hard, my back and my hips were killing me. Mm-hmm. To the point where in the morning I'm working. Josh is like, what the, f- are you okay? You look like you got beat with a baseball bat or something. I told him I, I, I'm still like weed hung over. So warning, to a word to the wise folks, you can overdo it on weed and your weed hangover. It's not miserable. You're just kind of like over being high. And in the yeah, morning. it's not a hangover like a headache. Yeah, it's not a headache or anything like that. You're just yeah. groggy. It, it, I, it reminds me of when I used to take Benadryl to sleep. Well, like I would describe Benadryl. it too, that some of the edibles are so strong. Like I'm laying there trying to get up and going, it really feels like someone, someone had turned the dial up on the gravity. On the gravity meter just went. That's like, one of the best descriptions oh God, I've ever heard. I can't get out of bed. Yeah. I physically can't do it. Yeah. That <laughs> shit is ridiculous. It's no joke. But it did the trick. And, you know, I was still groggy for half the day the next day, but I still slept really good. But, man, I, I figured, all right, I'm hanging out with I'm hanging out with people, high stimulate, highly stimulating pe- people, like right. talking, because none of them have to work the rest of the week. Like, you're gonna I have, do. You're going to have to keep up if you're there. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, and I, you know, so I, and amazingly enough, as soon as I walked outside, the cold air hit me, and I was like, I sobered up pretty good, and then I got home. I'm like, I'm going to bed. And within 10 minutes of laying in bed, it was like the gravity got just cranked to the max. Yeah. You, could, you could hear it. And I, I'm, it's like, that's like the generate extra generators turn on and shit. Oh my god, it was like a fucking nuclear reactor. It was great, crazy radioactive shit. And then, and then, and then, and then, no, that was it. That 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 was it. It was just, it was, it was comical because I kept getting asked, "Are you higher now?" And I'm like, "Yeah." Yeah, I want you to check in every 10 minutes. How's it feel now? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> like, I was just like a guinea pig almost, which was cracking me up. I'm totally okay with it. But still. Now, are people to... there familiar with gram dosage and stuff like oh, that? Oh, absolutely. So were they going absolutely. 40 fucking? Was that what they were doing? Yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 the people that were there also know I have a very low tolerance for THC. So for me to take 40 milligrams, I might as well have been like Joey Diaz taking the 500 milligram Death Stars, like going so, nuts, you know? So, remember when I uh, had my face really fried, I said, I, I've got to have some kind of painkiller. So I uh, yeah. acquired some, and I kept cutting it back. Now, how small was it when I cut it back? and went, This is still almost too much. Do you remember how much that was? Uh, yeah, because I, uh, I uh, uh, procured, yeah. or rather you procured, 
medical grade, which was stronger. And there, I think those were 25 milligram edibles or 30 gram, 30 gram dosed out. It might have been just 25. And I think 20s. I cut it in half, and that was too much. And it was for me. still went, too much for you. Shit. Yeah. So I cut it in quarters. And that's the unfortunate thing with edibles is that there's so many variables with yeah. them. So many. And not just in your own body and how each person metabolizes. Like yeah. if you went to bed. If you ate nothing but protein all day long, which I know at that time you kind of were, like you were like, just yes. slabs of meat here and there and whatnot and right. milk. Um, <laughs> if you have a lot of fat in your stomach, yeah. Uh, THC is fat soluble and it speeds up when it hits you, okay. like when you when you eat, you know, when you digest. And I've overdone it with like ten milligrams because the the bioavailability of THC really kind of varies from person to person. Based off of your stomach acid, your stomach contents, and things like that, and you individually, it, just you, individ- so you it like, individual, you could, you could like, you could like start walking up the stairs, and when you're halfway up the stairs, it could hit you, and you're like, whoa, yeah, and then you just float the rest of the way like up, a, just yeah. Right in, yeah, yeah, like a ghost, like a very very high ghost. That'd be great if they could invent a drug that you could turn into like uh, just float or literally float. I'm high, watch me, I'm floating, I, I'm literally floating now. I mean, if you, okay. Well, I mean, they have drugs like that, but it'll, you'll just feel like it. You right. Know, you can, you know, or think that you are like acid. You could drop acid. Yeah. I think you should drop acid and fly your plane. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> well, he said he was going to go flying and drop acid, and I guess he hadn't come back yet. I don't yeah, know I don't know where happened. he's at. Some say he's still flying to this day. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so. Um, yeah, uh, I've overdone it before uh, where there's a couple things. Um, there's some sort of compound in uh, mangoes that will increase increases the strength of an edible like yeah. tenfold, like, it to, like to a dangerous shit. amount. Yeah, five to tenfold. Yeah, it's stupid. Like a lot. And I've done that before, and that, that was like it's, – it's almost like it speeds up the digestion process or something like that right. because it'll hit you – like a ton of bricks. It doesn't come on very, like slowly. It's not like a. There's no. There's no foreplay. This mm-hmm. is an inexperienced uh, lover. I see. That just fucking rams at home. That's right, it. Right. Boom! You're high as shit within about thirty seconds. Like a horny wild dog. Like a horny wild dog, except it lasts a lot longer. Oh yeah. Okay. Um. But the one time I did it, oh, because I I used uh. I had heard this about fat if you, if you, because I would eat, eat an edible. I used to have this tincture, right? It was like an extract, right? Mm-hmm. And it was made, it was an alcohol based extract. And I would put a, a few uh, vial or not uh, droppers, droppers mm-hmm. full, you know, like maybe 10 mils, 20 mils. In like a in, tea or something? Yeah, in like uh, peppermint tea. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had heard that fat will make it, you know, make it go faster or come on faster. And I was like, I'm ready to go to sleep now. I had an empty stomach. So I, I added some coconut oil in there and then used my stick blender to whip it up to almost mm-hmm. like a latte mm-hmm. and drank that. And within about 20 minutes, I, I, had, I fell down on the way to my room. <laughs> uh, I almost pissed my bed and or burst my bladder because I didn't get out of bed until like 5 a.m. Oh, I, was, I was in bed for like nine hours. So that really, yeah. So we're just experimenting. Like you said, you, you, it's hard to tell. And then yeah. you, do, you do that and go, oh, I've heard fat will do it. 
And there you go with uh, maybe don't use that much. Jesus, it was it was nuts. But, but now I know that. But it's unlike when you go to a uh, you kind of know your body eventually. But you go to a bar and have a glass of wine that's going to be what ten percent or something. Yeah, alcohol or the beer is going to be four or five or whatever it is. You kind of oh, okay, this will get me a, a light little buzz. Well, there's also standards there, and yeah. that's the other thing too. That's the other. There's two sets of variables. There's your own physical that's different from person to person, mm-hmm. and then you have the variables from the various types of way that they test. The temperature, how things were done, how the edibles were made. And that's why you can buy a 10 milligram, like a bag of 10 milligram gummies from one brand. And you're like, okay, I've got this. I know that I can take one and a half of those and have 15 milligrams and I'm good to go. And then another brand, it might be like what the experience you had where they are marked as 10 milligrams, but they hit like they're 20. Mm-hmm. And you don't know that. And that's why you have to test. It's kind of a pain in the ass. And honestly, it's because of the federal regulation. Because of federal ban on it, so each state has different regulations as to what, how things are tested. So and hopefully, things like that. in fact, they're going to be. They talked about it pretty heavily not that long ago, and maybe it's going to be legal with the feds here coming up. Maybe it's actually going to happen. I could see it happening because they did talk yeah. about this not that long ago. You you thought that Trump was going to do it to help get elected, and that didn't happen. Under I him. honestly, I'm shocked that it, he yeah. didn't try it. And I'm then, really shocked. And then after, I think after the election, I think that the Biden administration said we're going to work on this. Yeah, to make it federally, and that the kind of I haven't heard about it lately, but it's been talked about at least. Yeah. so maybe they'll do it now. His last two years here, or his first term, or I all, sure should all, hope only so. term or whatever. It needs to happen. Um, but the medical grade stuff is that is that is that more controlled? Well, the medical grade stuff is tested in the same manner. When they say it's medical medical grade, and Kendra can correct me with you know because she works in the business and she can correct me if I'm wrong here. But go get uh, Kendra Trace. We'll wait. We'll yeah, wait. Go go get Kendra. Go okay. Go ahead and pause Trace. Yeah. Go get Kendra. Go get Kendra. All right. Go Joe. Okay. So uh, the the only real difference between the two between in Arizona anyway is re- between recreational and medical is the dosage and how much you can buy. Oh. So like really how much help. you can buy at yeah. a time, like in a dosage. So like I, you could yeah. get instead of if you need, say, 35 milligrams to take the edge off of your fibromyalgia or whatever chronic pain you may be having or something like that just mm-hmm. to sleep. And you want to take 35 milligrams. It's hard to dose that out unless you have like you, unless you take, you know. Uh, you have to start cutting them in half and things like that. And that's right. not that's not good either no. because. Yeah. Those aren't pharmaceutical grade. It's not done in a lab in like in GlaxoSmithKline or fucking Pfizer or something. This is a lab in Phoenix or something. You know that's okay. putting these together. So it so, will. It will. You think it probably will get to that point. I think it will at some I, point. I think it will yeah. too uh, because you there's it's all there's weird workarounds like a lot of the lab testing equipment that's specific to like THC, CBD, CBN, CBG, those different compounds. Mm-hmm. They, the feds track those, so people have to figure out a way to get those into the states to get them into each state to do that. They track that shit. Like, that's fucked up, you know what I mean? But that's I wonder the, how many milligrams I'd have to take to get rid of my pain associated with my cranius maximus. Oh, I don't know, man. <laughs> you might have to, like, start over. Oh, God. No, uh, you, have he- you, have, you have chronic headaches? No, I don't. Oh, okay. I just have that very large head. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel it, like, it actually draws me into the orbit. Right, like you thought I was one of the orbs here. Yeah, I was like, oh, look at all these different glowing orbs, and then there's your cranium. <laughs> does have its own weather system. Uh, so there you go. Take a small break. Yeah, let's take a break. We'll be back. Woke up 
this morning I suddenly realized we're all in this together I started smiling cause you were smiling and we're all in this together I'm made of atoms you're made of atoms and we're all in this together and long division doesn't matter cause we're all in this together yeah I saw you walking in the city we're all in this together the city's changing cause we're changing and seconds someone remembers that we're all in this together in the kitchen of your rent control apartment we're all in this together come on baby i don't mean to rush you i only wanted to reach out and touch you i've got to start about jumping ship before it sinks but we are all in this together ask a scientist it's quantum physics we are all in this together and on the subway we feel like strangers but we're all in this together yeah I love you love her and she loves him but we are all in this together you know baby there's never been protection in all the history of human connection come on darling it's all right to show me you don't ever need to be lonely once you start
Pepsi, I want my jet. See, I was hoping you wouldn't bring this up because I haven't watched the documentary. All right, we don't have to talk about it. No, do you have any, do you feel, because I, I remember distinctly what happened back in, was in the 90s, right? It was yeah. early to mid-90s. Yeah. When Pepsi did that uh, promotion. For their crap, like a hat, a jacket, a this, a that, and you could win, yeah. you could, with a certain number of purchases, of like and, and uh, Pepsi. it was like one through five dollars and every once like every five thousand uh, like under the cap you would take up you know unscrew the right. cap and you were like oh that's a dollar of Pepsi bucks and you could you know trade those in and, and get things right it was a they, pretty, it's a big deal and they were promoting the shit out of it yeah and, it was like McDonald's monopoly back in the day and then the very end of the commercial and if you guys it, it really is it kind like of a, so I, I watched it over the weekend it was it was kind of interesting I remember going through all this or seeing it all yeah. And going, oh, I totally forgot about that. And it was kind of cool. To so the, what the guy did was he he figured out a way to buy all these different cases. Okay, first and foremost, what they said at the end of the commercial. Yeah, the end of the commercial had a Harrier jet. A Harrier jet just on the, someone's front lawn. Well, no, landed at school. Right? At school. Oh, at school. Is he, that what it was? He was arriving at school in the Harrier jet. Yeah. The kid supposedly won. And it had at to be like. At the bottom, it? it said, Harrier jet. Seven million points or something, something like, like that. Something like that, which they never thought anybody would ever figure out so how to make somebody that. looked at it and went hey wait a minute he started doing some math <laughs> yeah he got real mathy about it as it turned out he could have bought it was something like i'm not going to do very many sports but something like he did some math and said i could buy like in the hair jets worth like 30 or 40 million right i could buy like several million dollars worth of pepsi and have enough points to get this jet yep <laughs> or something like so now he developed a business plan because yes. he didn't have the money he was a kid he goes, I got to make this. Somebody I got to talk to. Who am I going to talk to? And he, that's the story of a friend of his. As that, he found and then uh, they, yeah. they procured a warehouse. and, this it, and that, Yeah, they other. were going to do all this stuff. How are we going to manage this stuff? How are we going to you have the people there at the warehouse to work there? You know, they had it all figured out how much it would cost, and it still looked pretty good. And the guy goes, all right, maybe we'll move forward. So they, they move forward, and that's the story of the story of how it how it goes. So watch the documentary on Netflix yeah. to, to to know the ending of it. I do remember one guy doing that with um, like pudding containers or something like that. Putting pudding pops. The pudding pops and the rap music. I can't remember <laughs> if it was if it was like snack packs or some something like that. And someone did the same thing where they and just it, bought a well, shitload. Yeah, of pudding. it was like one company put the put out several different. Like, hey, if you buy any of these one products and then a certain amount of them, you get this, and it's a whole bunch of money and uh, or, or something like that. And he stockpiled it, and what he did was he – this guy would go to, like, discount stores, and then he started going, like, I got to buy in bigger bulk. So he was buying shit, like, expired <clears throat> food mm-hmm. that had this specific, like, UPC, you know, label, a box top or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it was cheaper. And so it's you know, stuff that was expired that yeah. was like going to be destroyed. And he just bought it for pennies on the dollar, right? And then went through, cleaned them all up, and opened up a sh- zillion and, and so, things and, of pudding. Yeah, and then sometimes he like and, and some of them I want to say they were like lean cuisine dinners, like frozen dinners or something was one of the things. That <laughs> okay. They, so what he would do is he would take a razor knife and cut out the label and then donate the lean cuisine to like the local food bank, <laughs> and and di- and did this over the course of like eight or nine months and and. I can't remember if it was a prize. I'll have to look this up to follow up on this. I can't remember if it was a prize or if it was money. And they tried to fuck him out of it. And they're like, you, this, is not, you're, this is not in the spirit of the game. He goes, it doesn't matter. This is what the rules say. I've mm-hmm. already had a lawyer look at it. This is airtight. Where's my money? Mm-hmm. Or prize or whatever it was. Yeah. And they ended up having to settle out of court. 
Well, I'm not going to give any spoilers. Yeah, don't spoil it because I actually don't remember how it, the Pepsi hard. thing ends. But I will say this, and this doesn't spoil anything at all. I thought what really should have happened here at some point when things were getting – because it was getting kind of fucked up. I'll, I'll just say that much. But at some point, Coca-Cola should have stepped in and said, oh, you want to – we'll, we'll help you get a jet kid. And then really combated Pepsi. On oh there. yeah, <laughs> just gone like head the, to head with them. That's like the Coke versus Pepsi thing back in the early '90s. You remember that? Yeah. The, well, that here's, whole... here's what's funny: when they they brought that into it, it, had nothing to do with this contest. But they would interview people that part of this documentary, or they were part of this thing that wouldn't have happened, and they did the whole Pepsi challenge thing too. They would have them taste this and taste that, right? And they would pick one or the other, and I think Coke won in the end, like by one oh, point yeah. or something like that. You know, over the Pepsi, but it was so funny. Which I don't understand. That has to be cooked. That's 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 Probably. that's fake news, right? It, that's, it's just that's just part of the fun. Coca Cola is sold way way more than Pepsi. Oh yeah, way more than Pepsi. Right. Like, like millions and millions and millions yep. of gallons. Pepsi's more than Pepsi always is. been the underdog, and they did some. They talk about how they did some heavy marketing in the nineties. How they got all these. How they got. Uh, oh, oh my gosh, not Cindy Brinkley. Is that right? Christy, no, Christy Brinkley. No, wait. Cindy Crawford was Cindy, the Pepsi guy. I, I just conflate. I guess Cindy Brinkley. I put them together as a human combining Cindy Crawford and Christy, <laughs> Christy Brinkley. Brinkley. Yes, might be the perfect human being. There, there we go. So anyway, with a little smattering it, it of Heidi Klum. It talked about her and Michael Jackson into Pepsi, and there was mm-hmm. a, all these heavy hitters. Remember when Michael Jackson's hair got lit on fire yeah. from Pepsi? From yeah, Pepsi, whatever that, that, Pe- that was a Pepsi commercial. That was awesome. <laughs> so anyway. Um, they talked about how they were really ramping up their marketing because they were going after Coke. Like you said, Coke is Coke had it during World War II, for God's sakes. Yeah. They, they were they they knew how to get their product out there, and they also knew. And I believe I understood this from my marketing classes. They said, if we are in there internationally during the war, if we can get Coca Cola for cheap and get it into the into the troops' hands, yeah, they're going to be left. These bottles will be will be left in other countries. Yeah. And they're they were going to want it after yep. that, it like funny. Hershey's candy bars. Exactly same the idea. Exact same. Yeah, that's <laughs> how why Hershey's fought and fought and fought to have their their shit put in MREs and C rations and K rations, all yep. sorts of shit. Yep. And Tabasco. That's the other one that's in in, uh, in uh, MREs. So, so all that shit. It's brilliant marketing. Like the government's yeah. spent a pile of money anyway on stuff to make the troops a little bit happier with whatever the fuck it is. And if you can get in there and make it happen and make your product millions of these yeah. things all over the world. Anyway, so Pepsi was saying we're ramping up our marketing, and that was part of it, this giveaway thing. Yeah. And like you said, the goofy part of it at the very end of the commercial was, oh, you can get a jet, a Harrier jet, too. <laughs> so it is an interesting story, how it unfolds and how they do the research and find out if they can do this and what it costs. It's like all these business ideas. It was it was really interesting. So I, I would recommend it. Yeah. It's kind of a fun little— I plan on it's watching a, it's it. It's a series, just... actually. It like— it's like four or five. Three oh, or is four it? Ep- but they're only like less than an hour, I think. They're like three oh, okay. or four episodes or something. I said, fuck, I'm just going to watch it all the way through. It was like Thanksgiving afternoon or something. I don't know what I was doing. Right. I wasn't watching football because I'm not a football person right now. So, anyway. You missed a hell of a game, though. I will say this sure on Sunday. No, it was. Oh, Sunday. There were, I think there were three. Well, yeah, we don't want to talk about Saturday's game. Ohio State got the like a mud hole stomped in their ass on their home field by Michigan, and I'm like, you know, big nasty rivalry game. Sure, it's a big one. Yeah, forty-five to twenty-three. Ooh, oh my god! And they were ranked number two and number three, both undefeated teams. I could not fucking believe the the point spread was that big. I I would blew my mind. Anyway, yeah. no, the Browns and Tampa Bay, who won the fucking Super Bowl, you know, like the Browns, the Browns went into overtime against Tampa Bay against right. Tom fucking Brady. And then one, hilarious. The Cleveland Browns, 
Yes. Anyway, okay, that's enough of that. There used to be a major, major team when they first started out. They were a big Cleveland Browns were a big fucking franchise. I mean, not big franchise, but they were they were a winning team. They no years. I'm talking about the very, very beginning. In right? the in the very beginning, like you know, they're they've they've never been to a Super Bowl. Really? Yeah. God, am I wrong about that? Um. They haven't had a winning season in several seasons, and then prior to that, it was like twenty years. Like they've 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 been they've been losers for fifty years, hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it sucks. Be and I and I like I said, I'm not. I lived in Ohio for all those years, and NFL football just kind of escaped me. I just really didn't give a shit. Uh, mostly because the teams, you know, in my home state are were shit. Right. The, I mean, the Bengals, the last time the Bengals went to a Super Bowl, it came even close, was last year they went to a Super Bowl, and they lost to the Niners. Well, everybody lost to the Niners in the um, uh, Jerry Rice, Joe Montana era. Right. But that was 1989. That's yes. the last time the Bengals did anything good, and the Browns have never done anything all that well. So, like, that's why I always kind of, when I did follow football, it's always been Ohio I'm State. i the Bengals. That's what I'm thinking of, not the, the Browns. The Bengals were good for a while. They yeah. were 30 years ago, 35 years ago. Uh Boomer and Icky Woods, the Icky Shuffle. Remember that yes. shit? Yeah. Yep. Anyhow, thinking globally, the World Cup, Men's World Cup is going on right now. Oh, yeah. There we go. The more, <laughs> we're a little more serious of a topic. And, uh... and, well, and, man, there's so much. When you have something, when you have global, uh, or you have various conflicts going on around the world, and then you have the World Cup going on, everything gets put on center stage. Yeah. Tomorrow is a big match. That's a, that's a, well today for you folks. Noon today is uh, USA and Iran, and USA has to the men's the USA men's team. It's not today because we're recording a day ahead. That, actually, the oh god, it's two days. I'm I'm so messed that's up. A, that's I'm okay. Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Wednesday, it folks, matter. in two days. Yeah. So, uh, you will uh want to watch Iran and USA if you give a shit about any of that stuff because USA has to win this game. They have to, or, or rather done, this yeah. match. They have to, otherwise they're they gone. Can't, because they can't they have tie, two, or you want to call it. They have it. two draws. They're just draws, called a draw. Yeah. Two draws uh, in their first two games. So it's, you know, to get into the next round, they have to win this game. So, but also, on top of that, you've got Iran, who, like, shit's going down in that country. The Iranian men's national team, they, they wouldn't, they didn't sing the national anthem. Right. I'm like, uh, and like you said earlier before we started recording, I wonder what they're going to go home to. And then you if, said. If they go home, it'll be prison. Right. So you said, I don't think they're going to be going I home. I don't think they're going to go home. I think that they're going to get somehow smuggled out and or seek refuge in another country. Like I And I I don't know if Qatar is one of those countries because they're just as shitty as, as Iran. Just yeah, how are they going to pull that off? Like what, what kind of what kind of dealings are they doing like how they can it happens in the people. olympics all the time yeah i know but right now yeah. in that kind of a country where they're in the middle eastern country and having problems back home where qatar is kind of an oppressive whatever country in a way yeah well, they have a lot of money and they have a lot of playing going on around there but it's just it's still different and iran is is back in the control of these religious fucking dingbats yeah and that's where all the protesting is going on. And the woman was killed, and more pro- and the little kid yeah. was killed too. I think a yep. handful of days ago, like a four well, or five year old boy or something. More and more and more people are dying. They're getting mowed right. down by militant and the, police. And the people are—they're not letting up. The people aren't letting up right now. They're no, just they're going, not. Fuck it, we're just going to go all in. There's going to be some casualties. This is a revolution. Yeah. So it happened back in 1975. That's how the Ayatollah got in there. So now it's maybe it's 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 been long enough that people are tired. It's been 50 years and they're tired. And Iran is. Um, of a lot of the Middle Eastern countries over there, there is a large younger group of people that don't want to be in the Stone Ages 
anymore. Correct. I mean, they they want to be normal-ish, let's say, which compared me. to a lot of the countries over there. You know, uh, so but then you have the religious whatever the fuck they're called, the, that group of people over there that are, God damn it, I don't even know what the the group is. That's uh the, the like the clerics kind of people. Those, uh, but it's not the term. I I don't remember what it's called. Uh, yeah, I can't think of it either. Whatever, but they're in control of all this nonsense, and the people are done with it. There, there's a, a a large young group of people, and they're saying fuck it. And the Iran soccer team didn't say they said we're not singing our national anthem. So that's a major protest. And then China's not even there now, and the Chinese people are seeing that no one in the world at the World Cup is wearing a mask. And why the, why the fuck are we still right? And so, so they're all fucked up. You've got Iran where people are protesting, and it's not just protesting; it's on the verge of a revolution. All it's yeah. going to take is, is they're not just walking some, around with signs and. Saying "boo you," right? Exactly. You know, they're it's they're, not constructive shit. They're, they're getting kind of weapons and stuff now. They're starting to go to war a little bit. Uh, and then you've got uh, China that's got you know an entire region locked down because of COVID. And then, like huge you said, region that is, and they're watching on TV. Nobody's wearing masks at the World right, Cup. So I assume they're not participating either because of COVID, right? China is not doing the World Cup, right? I assume because of um, all this, they have to not be doing it, right? I. I don't know. I'll find out. And I assume they normally do participate. I should know that, but I... They do. Okay. I, I bet you they're not. Uh, do you know that in this one place in China, you are mandated to get a COVID test like three times a day? Oh, no, they're not in it. What, well, I'm sorry. They're, yeah, China's not in the okay. World Cup. They didn't qualify. Oh, okay. Um, in these certain areas in China where they're shut down, you know, you're requi- you're mandated to get tested like three times a day i think wow up to three and that's all that's why the people are going holy shit and we're done with this but like you said the news over there the internal news it's like there are no protests going on the people aren't yeah there is no unrest and this is in a region or a state or a whatever you want to call it that builds all the iphones you know foxconn corporation and like thousands of people walked out they said fuck it we're not coming back you know, yeah they, they, they demand that they did and they went nope we're done and they just walked out so that's going to cause a little bit of inflation pressures. Under. Well, and that's a country with, if you got, I mean, there's 2 billion people who live there, over yes. 2 billion people yes. that live there, 2 billion with a B. Yep. And the people that lead that country are is under 1,000. So you do the math on that. That's right. how you, I mean, like. Uh, so there's a lot of unrest going on right now, and uh, it's interesting to watch via through the eyes of the World Cup. And then I watch my financial news shit every morning, and without question every morning they talk about china they said this is a yeah. you know, and but we are moving we're onshoring now we're moving more things away from there and china excuse me foxconn has already made a while back they already started moving some of their production away from china yeah to other countries like singapore i think is one of them uh a big fuck you would be to move into taiwan right right <laughs> uh real quick back to iran this is something i uh read earlier today the niece of iranian supreme leader ayatollah ali khamenei is the niece, the niece of the supreme leader of Iran, Okay, is calling on people to pressure their governments to cut ties with Tehran wow. over its violent suppression of anti-government protests. Dude, that's a big fucking deal right there. She's the niece. She's got Holy some fucking shit. guts. In that country, female and, and, and yep. stepping up like that, there's going to be some changes going on, man. Wow. You want to talk about the, the black sheep of the family? Holy shit. But yeah, for her being... Not only, like you said, female, but being in opposition and then publicly in a, an opposition to... Where a family member is part of the government. God you know. damn. 
I hope she stays alive. It's pretty pretty gutsy moves. Yeah. We talk about how mad we are over here. I can't get my. I don't know what we. I'm trying to. You know. Right. I can't get my. I I don't know. Wait an extra three seconds for my text message to go through or big bouquet of onions to McDonald's for not leaving my pickles off my. No shit. Right. (laughs) That's why I'm not on that stupid orchids and onions (laughs) bullshit. I did it for like three years and I'm like, these people are terrible. And but I would get on there every once in a while and just throw it like and I got I actually got uh, banned oh, from the group. I got a 30 day ban from the group because I was like because people would they wouldn't change their they either don't know how to spell orchids or they would uh, n- use autocorrect and just never correct. The, so they type out or orchards and they just leave it. Yeah. yeah. Orchards to uh, Kingman Walmart. That it, so I would do that. shit like orchards <laughs> orchards to city of Kingman Street Department. Why is there no trash left on the streets? I like to pick it up and recycle it. Where did it all go? <laughs> Just ridiculous oddball shit. And the people that were in on the joke were people that know me mm. and were, were looking at this shit and they're like, Orchards, I can't believe this. Or no, I, no, I was like, Onions to <laughs> da, 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 da. And then they're like, Orchards to the sun because I love the heat. Mm-hmm. And then somebody would just start arguing, like, how can you say you love the heat? It's the middle of summer. Like, I just love the heat. My house is cold. <laughs> it's like a basement kind of. And, da, 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 and just bullshit after bullshit after bullshit just to amuse myself. And or I'd I, say, I'm going to take that onion and make it myself a vodka gimlet. I actually told <laughs> someone to cram cram every, it said a bushel, is it a bushel of, of a bushel of onions. Bushel of onions to... Arse. I, it was it was oysters. Oh. It was bushel of onions to oysters uh Mexican restaurant. They they don't have a kids menu, they don't have this, they don't have that. You can't get good Mexican food in this town, blah blah blah. And I took personal fucking offense to that. Right. So <laughs> I'm not, it's not even my family's place, but I love that place sure. and the family that owns it. And I'm I'm like you sh- you can take all your entire bushel of onions and shove them up your ass one at a time. <laughs> Keep them there, and then we shit it out. That's your Mexican food. And then I got fucking thirty day banned, and I was like, ah, I did. I wasn't actually telling them to actually put them up their ass, but like, fine, you know, right. And then a handful of people piled on. They're like, yeah, it'd be like anal beads for an asshole. Like, oh god damn it, so funny. I see people take the social media. You know what's what's funny? Speaking seriously? of uh, of uh, oysters, I think it's hilarious that they whoever they were, whatever. You know, they, there's another another Mexican restaurant right next door to them. Right. Uh, it's it's uh, La Catrina. Uh, uh, La Catrina, yeah, which has a little bit different food. It's a good also. I've been to both places numerous times, and but what's hilarious is that most of the time in the evenings, both places are full. Are full, which is great. And that's odd. It, they're next door. They're walking. You could sl- almost spit on one. It's two different types one. of cuisine. They have things yeah. in common because you have to make those things for people that will only eat certain kinds of things in Mexican food. But like the Venn diagram barely overlaps between those two restaurants, which is right. fantastic. Right. Same with Jalisco downtown. Now, Oysters has some Jalisco style food. They do. It's probably a quarter, maybe a third of their menu. I'm sure I'll get corrected by mm-hmm. someone on that one. And but they do have a little seafood compared to other places. They do, too, and they yeah. have a ton of seafood. Like they have, yeah. that's entire page of their menu is seafood, which is a Jalisco thing. That's a thing. Yep. So you know the the the, the place downtown is awesome. The, the the Milindo Jalisco is great. So you have when people complain to me about Mexican food in this town. We have that's what we need. Let's say we need another Mexican. I'm going. Actually, that's I would go go for I, another one. I'm good to have a Mexican restaurant. Like I want to go to to. I could go out to dinner at a, have Mexican food in this town, ten days in a row without repeating restaurants. Right. I love that. But the other good news is speaking of downtown, you can go now. You can go back to uh, 
Calico's. Yes. Because they uh, opened back up. Oh, I have not been in since they remodeled. Have you? I've been there like 20 times since then. Really? Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. It got to a point where it's become a running joke at work. Because mm-hmm. there was one day where Jess is like, hey, you want to do Calico's for lunch? I'm like, yeah, that works. And like, it, you know, noon came around. I hadn't eaten anything that day. Mm-hmm. Just had coffee and some water. I'm like, hey, when are we going to Calico's? He's like, oh, I got to get this done. Today. And then he found something else. And then I found something I need to do. And, to, and I'm like, it's like 1.15. I'm like, are we going to go to Calico's? And, and he's like, no. you're real serious about this. I'm like, dude, I really I haven't eaten anything since yesterday at like 3 o'clock. Mm-hmm. It's fucking 1.30. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm, I'm starting to get weak. I need, and, I need, and 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 I'm having trouble focusing on things because I'm that hungry. And he's like, "Oh goddamn, we better." And so, just from that one day, it's become this running joke. He's like, "Oh, we better get some calicos in in Joe, otherwise he gets a little cranky." <laughs> and I'm like, "I don't get cranky." He goes, "No, you get felonious." He threw a customer out by his throat last week because we were a half hour late to go to Calico's. And I'm all, shut the fuck up, Chesh. <laughs> I don't, I actually don't. So you have been to Calico's since it reopened? I've been there a ton of times since okay, then. Okay, is yeah. it the same menu? Is it, uh, is it different? They're, they've added look a few, different? They've added a few things. It's remodeled on the inside so it looks more modern. It's really cool. They so, did a fantastic job, but they have the same great stuff. So it's not buff- like it's not the data looking, let's say, carpet or something like that that they no, had no, 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 no. It's All very modern looking tile, like okay. in, uh, the wood stuff, and it's it's fu- it's really nice. They did a great job. Cool. Feels- I have not been there yet since they reopened. They had a fire, folks, and then something else happened. I don't know. They can't. COVID happened, oh, and then right. went right at the time when they were reopening in twenty twenty. Yeah, in twenty twenty. Then they had a fire. Then they had a fire, like August of twenty twenty. Right, and it toasted the whole kitchen and smoke damage everywhere but they they've managed to really salvage the building and it looks great i understand they've got pretty decent prime ribs sometimes they have there. fantastic prime rib on right. and on it's their prime rib special on friday night is the is the shit okay if you're a prime rib guy i haven't been there so i'm gonna we're gonna i'll take you out joe we'll uh, go on a oh, date boy. Oh, we'll go to uh, calico's man. Do they still have a buffet? Do they get rid of that? Do they have a buffet? They have, well, they have the, the sa- they have the salad bar, and then Sunday morning they have the brunch buffet. Okay, yeah, and they still have that, and it's still just as good. Okay, and cool. they have corned beef hash on there. Do they really? Yeah. Now it's the it's the pasty kind, which you're and I know you're not mm. a huge fan of, but that's the kind I love. Mm. But Jesh, I went there like two Sundays ago, and the the, the not fucking. Yeah, well, they will they crisp it up for you though. Well, they don't. It's on the buffet, so it's oh, already cooked. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So, but yeah, because I prefer it crispy too. Can you bring your own hot I, plate in Christmas? No, you cannot bring your own <laughs> hot plate. You can't do that. Okay. Maybe you could request. No, I don't think. No, you forget could, it. Okay. No. Anyway, anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. So I'm sitting there eating, and then I had my 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 I had my meat plate. I always do a meat plate. I do a carb plate, and then I do the dessert plate. That's how I that's how I roll at that buffet. Got don't it. judge me. I already finished up my meat plate, and Jesh goes up to get his second plate, and he's he's like, "Guess what I found? They had just set out a new." Uh, corned beef hash thing, and he just—it was all crispy on the top, and he scraped off oh, the entire top. What a dick! He took all the crispy. Yeah, and I love that that dick was sitting at my table because he gave me a chunk of it because he <laughs> loves that stuff too. In fact, when I moved into the house right. I'm in now, you know, I rent from him. That he was living there before. Mm-hmm. He left a whole bunch of canned goods, and I'm like, "Are you sure you want to leave it behind?" He goes, "Dude, I don't feel like moving all that shit." I'm like, "Okay, cool." And it was just like one entire row of like five cans of spam. Like another row, a whole like like uh the little uh cocktail wieners. Mm-hmm. Another row was was corned beef hash. I ate the worst possible like for your health. I love that food, but the worst mm-hmm. possible canned meat that for is, like the first month I was there. I was, think the preservatives and weirdnesses in those cans is just not so good for it's you. It's probably I not. Yeah, I even made myself little spam musubis uh, last week. Have you ever had that before? No, oh, you've never been to Hawaii, but it, I mean you can find it elsewhere. 
spam uh, musubi is uh it's like it's one of those you know spam's big in hawaii mm-hmm. because of the military and you know uh yeah. influence and all that and sp- spam musubi is like the weird combination of like the hawaiian military influence mixed with uh japanese uh i can't remember i think it's i think it's just called subi in japan but what you do is you take uh sticky rice and so you take your spam and you slice it thin, you fry it, mm-hmm. and then you uh, there's a you know, like a sweet like teriyaki sauce goes on it, right? Okay. And then you put that put down a bed of rice into like a little mold. It, it's about the it's about the size of a and shape of a, a a can of spam. Okay. So you put your sticky rice down, smash that, put your uh, your spam down, and then if you want, like there's there's places to serve it with like a, an egg. A cooked egg, hard cooked egg, mm-hmm. and then more rice on top, and then it's wrapped in nori, like the uh, seaweed wrapper, mm-hmm. and it's like an on the go, like just finger food. Sure, holy Sounds shit! Good. Oh, it's yeah. so good. So I decided to be a fat piece of shit, and I made like four of them for me the other night. I'm like, I have all the ingredients to make spam musubi, and I'm gonna do it because I found a box of nori that I've had for probably ten years. I didn't realize wow. I had some. Anyway, cool. Yeah. Um, anyway. Does the does the, uh, does the Sunday breakfast, brunch, or buffet, whatever the hell you want to call it, does it have a waffle maker? No. Okay. Because if they did, then I'd put that spam in, or that uh, that corned beef hash Corned beef hash there, right there in the fucking in, waffle. In the waffle maker and toast it up. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you're equal parts bougie in the fact that you have a giant hanger and you have flying machines and toys and whatnot. Oh, I'll do the fucking corned beef hash in a but waffle maker. But you're also white trash from the south. <laughs> like, you're still a little trashy, and I fucking appreciate that. you got to work with the tools you have sometimes. Like, you got a waffle maker? Yeah, we got a can of corned beef hash? Here we go. That I bet it's fucking delicious. Did I ever tell you about the time I waffled uh, leftover homemade mac and cheese, like baked mac and cheese? I waffled it. Waffled waffled I waffled it. it. Yeah. That's like that's like a, the first panini press or something anyway, right? Yeah, it's like sure, a, that's kind of what I'm it is. I'm pretty sure planches have been around for longer than that. I know. But that's what it is. It's that's effectively like if you don't have a panini press, just use the waffle. Just maker. use the waffle iron. Or <laughs> actually, what I've done because I've made cubanos in my house before, not the current house, but years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, cubanos are pressed on a plancha yeah. or a, a you know a panini. You know, and the bread's a little bit different. Proper Cuban bread's a little bit different than yeah. Other pan bread. cubano is it's a little yeah. bit sweeter. It's lighter. Yeah. Um, there's not. It's not a lot of bread. Yeah. Like it's Which it's like good. fluffy. It's not dense. Oh yeah, and it smashes down. It's yeah. You know, that's why it's good. Yeah, you know, flat fucking dense thing. But I I would use uh, I had a cast iron uh what is it called griddle get it was a two burner get that ripping hot and then I would have on another burner my fourteen inch cast iron skillet on the bottom of it getting hot and then I would oil like put butter on the bottom of that and then just press that just pick it up and and the residual heat. On the in the frying pan, pressed it into the griddle. Nice. Yeah. There you go. I Press. want some fucking cubanos. It'd be nice. Um, what is the? Uh, there was a a little uh, like three or four of them little franchise in Atlanta only. I think this Cuban restaurant that did mainly sandwiches. That was the main thing they did. Plus, yeah. I'll, I'll call it a, call it a Cuban version of. You probably know the name. It looks kind of like jambalaya, but it's. Cuban, it's the same stuff. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. I know what you're talking more about. More or less, kind of like, and that's a really loose term because it's not. They kind of had that, and then the sandwiches and chips and some kind of different looking Cuban salsa. That's all they had. That's it. Yeah, which I think is great. They're platanos, like the fried fried. They look like banana chips, but they're they're savory. I don't I don't know if they did or not. I can't remember. <sighs> Man, but plat- anyway, platanos and mm, anyway. Um, they come with a side. The sandwiches come with a side of this kind of this yellowish, clearish. 
light. I'm not, I'm not called a sauce, but I, I've got a bottle of it downstairs. I, 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 oh, the uh, not a moyo. It's um. Could be moyo, Mo- moyo. Yeah, I think it's what it is. Moho, moho. Well, yeah, yeah M O J O. Yeah, yeah. I still have a bottle of that downstairs. I haven't used it in a while. Mm. I don't know why I'm telling you that. You bought it at Bashes. It's yeah, the only place on earth I've ever seen that. It's like, probably like, other than a like, Cuban would it, store. Would it go bad if it's in the refrigerator for years? I don't think so. I don't know. We need to make some sandwiches and put that with it. Yeah. Let's make some Cuban sandwiches. That's it. I'm hungry now. Let's go do it. Now I'm really hungry. Let's make some Cuban sandwiches. That's it. Are we done here? All right. With my moho. Your moho. That's it. We're done. We're done. We're done. Have a good week, folks.